Welcome to School Days, help for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I'm Danita Bailey. And I'm David Bailey. Today we're talking about the benefits of having a mentor for your child. According to a study by Mentor, the National Mentor Partnership, one in three young people, that's 16 million youth ages 8 to 18, don't have a trusted adult outside of their home who believes in them and who, can, who they can turn to for guidance. Of those 16 million, 9 million face a variety of day-to-day -day challenges that put them at risk for falling off track. And this isn't just a socioeconomic issue. Um, students um, who experience divorce, mental illness, bullying, um, and many other types of challenges can benefit from a trusted adult outside of their parents to confide in and glean wisdom from. Um, so I know for me personally, I didn't really have a, well, I guess you could say my, my coaches, my sports coaches growing up were mentors for me. Mm -hmm. um, not in a direct one-on-one -on -one sit down and take me through a process type of mentoring, but I definitely looked up to my coaches and uh, like in high school, but I didn't really get a true mentor until I got to college. Right. Um, who I met, uh, name is uh, Gene Tibbs. I'm going to give a shout out to him. University of Pittsburgh. He's still there ministering to students to this day. Awesome. And that's, man, that was over 20 years ago now. Uh, but he's the first man that really, you know, pulled me aside and really began to take me through a journey of understanding who I am, my purpose, understanding my call, how, you know, what I studied in school related to, you know, who I am and where I'm going. So how about you, babe? Yeah, you know, I hadn't really thought about this, even though I was going to ask you the question, did you have a mentor? <laughs> but I did. So our pastor and his wife were very integral in college, our, our college pastor. So it didn't really, you didn't really get a mentor into college either? No, no, not, no, I can't really think of one. But our college pastors were always there um, to talk to us. And in fact, we would always joke that we could not call them on the way to class because we would miss class. <laughs> Uh -huh. They were very, they were very serious about investing in us and pouring into us. And they were the kind of people that, you know, you would just kind of walk along with them. So if, if, you know, if Pastor Erica was doing laundry, you were doing laundry too, or whatever, mm -hmm. that kind of mentoring. Right. So I was, you know, very impacted by them. And um, so many other people were greatly impacted by them. But it's important to have somebody that you can just confide in and get, can give you guidance and accountability and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have two guests today who both have extensive experience in mentoring, and we can't wait to talk to them. Excited to have them here. But before we go any further, I do want to say that it takes a village. If you hear a great parenting tip or nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in, and add the hashtag School Days Show and I Am School Dazed. And also, we do want you to be a part of the show. So if you have questions or you want to share your experiences with mentoring yourself or um, mentoring that you experienced, I mean, or uh, uh, your child being mentored, we'd love to hear from you. So give us a call at 214-431-5062. So let's introduce our first guest. All right. First, I'd like to introduce Adam Grubb. Uh, he is the pastor to students at the community at Lake Ridge. Um, he is pastor to my son, DJ, now that he's in fifth grade. <laughs> um, so Adam received his bachelor's in Christian ministry at Hardin Simmons University. 
and his master's in family ministry from the Lodson School of Theology. Is that at Hardin-Simmons as well? Yes, All is. right. Uh, he has 15-plus years of ministry experience with churches and parachurch organizations. He has two, one, he has a two, no, you don't have two wives. He has a, a wonderful <laughs> wife. That would be an issue. We'll talk that about that later on. Issue, yes. <laughs> yeah, we have to, yeah. Yeah, talk to me after the show's over. Okay. <laughs> uh, he has a wonderful wife and two children. Uh, Adam's heart is for students to fall in love with Jesus, realize God's calling on their lives, for them to be world changers for Christ, and to equip and partner with parents to be the primary spiritual influence in their kids lives adam we're so glad you're here today welcome thank you so much it's great to be here and we have lawrence marshall lawrence was born in shreveport louisiana he's the only male of three kids and raised in a single parent household lawrence was influenced by his mother and mentor to stay away from gangs drugs and influences in the neighborhood and further his education at langston university where he received a bs degree after relocating to Dallas in 2000, Lawrence became an active volunteer in various youth programs and activities before establishing his own Christian nonprofit mentoring program that would cater to at-risk youth called Integrity Mentors, or we, we like to call it I Am. <laughs> Lawrence and Nikki married in September of 2006. They have three children together, Kylie, Jaden, and Ramon. Am I saying that right, Ramon? You are absolutely yeah. right. Both Lawrence and his wife share a passion for mentoring youth and volunteering in the community. So welcome, Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys me. for coming. So I first want to ask Lawrence, tell us a bit, little bit about Integrity Mentors and what you guys do. Sure. Integrity Mentors is a mentorship program. We offer a variety of different programs, um, partnered with you guys, Noggin, uh, to help our kids be well-rounded in the classroom. Uh, we have a monthly mentor session where folks can come and volunteer and serve uh, to support the at-risk kids there, boys and girls, ages 12 to 18. And uh, we actually have a session coming up this Saturday, uh, the 20th, 23rd um, at 10 a.m. in Randall Mill, off of Randall Mill and Cooper. Um, but the goal is for the program, the monthly um, sessions, is to provide a space where kids can be open and transparent about issues that they're dealing with. We we have food catered in, we have a topic that's pre-planned, whether we ex invite someone externally to come and talk about or find a creative way to engage the youth on that topic, or one of the leaders like myself would lead the discussion. Then we go on an activity. It's usually something that they may have never been ex exposed to before, whether it's horseback riding, extreme go-karts. We serve in, in church organization, feeding the homeless, um, archery, painting. So it's a variety of different things that we try to expose the kids. It's more so the creative environment to where they can link their first-time experiences to integrity mentors and hopefully uh, foster some friendships there within the organization which they've had. So it's, uh, as you mentioned, we've been around for 12, going on 13 years now. So wow. looking That's to awesome. continue to partner with other organizations and churches out there to make a great impact. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what has been your experience with mentoring, and how did you end up in this space here sure i mean i i think it's just something that that i benefited from as a as a kid and um, having just just wonderful mentors and and most of them came through church uh church but also um teachers or coaches kind of the, this along the same lines of just really benefiting from conversations and relationships with with strong men and who who helped me have conversations that I need to have and and figure out you know who I am and so I always wanted that to be a, a really important part in ministry 
um, is is that we are we are truly partnering with people and and having as many godly influences as many uh, positive influences speaking into our kids' lives as possible. Um, so so that we because just like you said at the very beginning, it takes a village. You know, we we can't our capacity only goes so far, and and to be able to to equip and partner with other people who are who are willing to speak into uh, kids lives it's it's just it it's how it happens and so it's really important for our ministry absolutely so when i think of mentoring i think of very formal sit down go have coffee or i guess if you're a kid you're probably not having coffee coke ice cream (laughs) (laughs) coke yeah with somebody so but are there kind of different ways to mentor different levels of mentoring yeah, yeah. There's there's a variety of different ways. Uh, there's no there's really no formal way to mentor someone. It could be a child. It could be an adult. Um, it just really all that all of mentoring is is just come along somebody, uh, recognizing that there's a need and whether you can pour into that individual or pray with that person to for God to send you someone. And then even if you connect them with someone else that can. Can, can, can have an impact in their lives, what they're specifically going through, then you're still walking with that individual through that process. So you're comforting them, comforting them. you're just uh, giving them confidence, knowing that they can, they, can work, they can work through that situation with God's help and with your support. Um, so it, it, it really is really no formal process. I mean, you can, you can be at a game, one of your kids' basketball games, and you, see a, you see have a single mom. I was talking to a single mom yesterday, mm-hmm. actually, and her son, she was telling me that her dad is in Arlington, um, and they live in Arlington. But there may have been ten games out of she, she threw a number, maybe three hundred games that her son was involved with that that dad has never you know has participated. Yeah. So just some, so I used that opportunity to hey, you know, this is my son is in the process of potentially getting on this team, and in my spirit, I know that my schedule is busy, but my heart reaches <laughs> out. You know, yeah. you guys know me, so yeah. I'm talking with her. How can I get plugged in mm-hmm. with this young man, uh, get him alongside my son, and what I'm pouring into my son, how can I use that as opportunity to pour in him as well? So, again, that wasn't nothing planned. It was nothing formal. Hey, give me a call to schedule an appointment. It was more so God touching my heart, and I'm recognizing a need, and uh, hopefully you know this is an opportunity for, for me to mentor her kid as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I, w- I would echo that just to say that it really helps us to meet kids where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, what, whatever they're involved in, whatever uh, activities they're they're a part of. If you if you will show them that you care, it's so much easier to have a voice there or mm-hmm. to to be able to uh, to to have those conversations. Right. Yeah. And consistent. Mm-hmm. And consistent. Cause you guys, every, I think everyone. I think the the biggest problem there is that exists is inconsistency mm-hmm. you know fathers are in and out of their lives they say they're going to come pick them up or do this or do that and it doesn't happen i even grew up without a father until i was 24 25 no father presence whatsoever and so many men that came through our lives that were wanted to pose as a father figure um promised me all these things hey, i'm gonna come pick you up we're gonna spend the weekend and i kid you not i remember many times sitting on the porch wow. bags packed Sun goes down. My mom has to come out there and pick me up from crying and just bawling my eyes oh, out. Wow. Bring me back in the house, making me a favorite meal to try to make things better. 
but you know it's 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 so we want we need to provide consistency in these kids life if you say that's why god put it on my heart to name it integrity mentors hmm. yeah. because you whatever you're doing in private you need to be displaying that in in, in public as well mm-hmm. so being consistent if you say you're going to do something do it if you can't then give me a reason why you can't and let's 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 try to plan or schedule a follow-up yeah so just being consistent is, is most important most yeah that's good so who who can benefit who can benefit from mentoring um is it a particular type of young person or talk to me a little bit about that sure i mean i i would say i mean anyone anyone can what every every person no matter what you're going through you can always learn something yeah right and so it's if you are willing to uh, kind of be a little bit vulnerable and uh, allow people to speak in and to to see hey this is what i'm struggling with this is what i'm dealing with um, every situation can use a mentor. Now, obviously, there are more um, sensitive situations that probably need more of a kind of a designed mentorship where mm-hmm. you right. know specifically somebody is going through something and uh, and you would say, hey, I need to find somebody who's maybe an expert in this field or somebody who has gone through this themselves mm-hmm. and then and kind of pair those people up. Um, just just because it's easier for somebody who has yeah. been through something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I agree. I mean, I, I can be honest and say that I have I have three mentors, you know, from the nonprofit side, just me personally um, and just from a spiritual standpoint as well. I am not afraid to um, admit that, hey, I, I don't know everything. I need help. And uh, praying with these individuals, hey, this is the situation. Even if they don't know or they have some direction, hey, God, give us, you know, plant the seed or give us some encouragement um, to further this this conversation, discussion until we find the answers. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't matter what age you are. Um, you have to be, just as, as Adam mentioned, you have to be transparent and honest with yourself. Hey, I can't. A lot of us, we don't admit. We don't like to ask for help. Plain <laughs> and simple. Yeah. No one likes, well. There's many people that don't like to ask for right. help. So I don't want to say nobody because I don't mind. I'm sure there's others. But it's, it's important to just be transparent and understand that you don't know everything. Right. So I'm, I'm just going to cross my arms and <coughs> say, so I'm a good parent. Why does my child need mentoring? They're all I need. Yeah, I'm all they need. I'm all, I'm all they need. Right. So why? So a parent who's saying that, so that, that they are all they need. Yes, all they I'm need. not saying yeah. that. Yeah, but absolutely. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, as we were kind of mentioning before, if if you will allow yourself to open, I, I think if you're if you're willing to open yourself up to other people speaking in, you're going to find somebody who connects with you differently than what a parent does. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're able to have a conversation with somebody who is involved in a sport or involved in an activity that you're involved in, it's an immediate opening it's an immediate door that's open that says hey this person likes the same things that i like they're right. interested in in that type of thing and um you're you're not going to connect with everybody the same way you know you're right. you're around mom and dad all the time and so we should we should be open to and excited about um bringing other people around us and in, in order to speak into i mean I'll, I'll say specifically my son is really interested in music and so we are reaching out to and help having somebody come alongside him and say, Hey, can you mentor him? Can you train him? Can you help him get better at his craft? Because this is what he loves. Right. You know? And so, so finding those people who are, who are really involved in those things that they love. I yeah. think. Yeah, I, I agree. And and if you have a parent that, that is saying that um, no kid is perfect, no kid is doing yeah. exactly what is expected of them 
all the time. And so that, that, that applies to everyone. That being the case, um, there's many situations. I'm sure you guys have probably been in the same situation where you've talked with a parent and wife, and you hear the parent telling you, says, well, I've constantly told him X, Y, Z, and, and I can come behind her and, mm-hmm. and have a same conversation. Yeah. I could probably write down exactly verbatim what she said, <laughs> take that message, and take him or her to go get strategy. some ice cream <laughs> and, and say exactly those words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll sit back and say, you know what? My mom told me that. Maybe I should listen. Right. Or they don't remember mom said that. Yeah. Absolutely. But suddenly it's genius. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, the, what I've seen is, is kids, kids have it in their mind that parents are supposed to say that. It's mm-hmm. like this imaginary book, this manual. This is what the parents, <laughs> this is what you're supposed to tell your kids. And the kids have gotten access to that. And they say, well, she's just going, he's just going to tell me that because mm-hmm. it says here. Not knowing that that's coming from heart, and this is why we're this, we're telling you this because it's going to help make your life better. But then when you have a stranger completely say the mm-hmm. exact same thing, and they 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 wholly negate everything that they thought before, and well maybe you know maybe I should listen to this person. And the mom is sitting there. Well, I've been telling you that every day. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't you listening to me? So I I think it's 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 important for everybody to know. We 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 actually have in our program a couple of. Um, families where the mom and dad are actively involved in the kid's life. They're mm-hmm. happily married. But it says, you know what, uh, we want to enroll your, their, our kid in your program mm-hmm. um, because I think it just it just makes it more impactful. And we, we use a triangular effect, meaning that we coordinate with the parents to ensure, okay, what is it that you're teaching at home? This is what we're teaching in our environment. Do we agree? So then we can pass on tips and the kid doesn't have to know. It's a little right. strategy, if you will. That's awesome. So whatever they're being taught at home, when they come to us, they're being taught the same thing when they go back. So you're just reinforcing what um, mm-hmm. they're learning at home and what they're learning um, in the environment that we, 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 you know, the God has put us on the heart to, to expose them to. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, we've got the uh, Charlie Brown parent thing happening. The yeah, wah, 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 sure. wah, wah, yeah, wah, of course. And they just can't even hear us. It's just white noise. <laughs> right. So it helps just like what you guys are saying it helps to have somebody who doesn't have a vested interest you know right. sometimes they feel like we are biased yeah. you know and somebody who's totally outside the house and doesn't have the bias that we parents do to say even the same exact thing right. can sure. be so helpful and impactful i, yeah. I think uh, another huge point is that most things are improved by community you know, mm-hmm. and and a, a natural thing for us to run to and a dangerous place for us to run to is in isolation. Mm-hmm. And so when we have that attitude of I'm supposed to fix this, I'm supposed to control this, mm. it's it's mostly a derivative of pride or or of us going to a place of isolation. Mm-hmm. And if we, I mean, just just like Lawrence was saying, if we, if we are if we're open to to being willing to have conversations with even other parents who may be going through the same thing, I mean, you're going to glean so much wisdom from that. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be able to to help you with not having to stand alone in isolation because right. it's, it's a hard place to be. I know when uh, with Noggin Educational Coaching, when uh, I come in or one of our other coaches come into the homes and we're sharing insights, sometimes I, I can tell the tension mm-hmm. between the child and the parent. Mm-hmm. Sure. And sometimes just having someone in between. You know, I've even had parents say, look, I've tried. Uh, I know how to do the math or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is still that, oh, you know, you're my mom or you're my dad. You know, you don't really know what I'm going through. You can't understand. And sometimes it's just someone else coming in and being a different ear or just saying it a different way. 
um, or I'll be working with a family and then the mom will say, I just told them that the other day, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it really just, it may be just hearing it from a different uh, person who's not as close to the situation, uh, but can speak the same truth into the lives of, you know, of, of you know, young people. So sure. I agree. That's good. I agree. So are there any milestones or events that parents might want to uh, look out for that might prompt them to want a mentor, like divorce or something like that? As far as you're talking about like workshops or? No, things that happen in the life of a child, milestones mm -hmm. or events or in the life of a family that may say, that may prompt them and say, oh, we might need somebody who's an extra set of hands, a mentor. So you're talking about if your parent recognizes maybe, well, even after an event may have occurred mm -hmm. and they notice right. some major changes in mm -hmm. their kid and mm -hmm. not necessarily knowing how to approach it, but they do know something's wrong. Yeah. Um, but different things might there, might there be. Right, right. So, yeah, of course, you know, just any time where you see even a small, even even if you if you recognize that there's a small shift in the person's personality, their eating habits, behavior, there's no fever, they're not coughing, so they're not sick, um, and you know, and you're aware um, that something may have happened, whether it is a divorce, or even if you're not aware, maybe they're being bullied at school, yeah, that's and important. you're not they're not they're not sharing that information with you it's good to just really have a conversation with them um putting in them in a neutral environment i i i would suggest taking them outside the home doing something maybe going to the park where there's minimal distraction going to get some ice cream in, in a quiet area so ice cream is, is the it's the common thread a lot of ice cream yeah, going on yeah. this mentoring <laughs> and so everybody you need mentoring you need some ice cream with ice it. cream it, it always <laughs> helps baskin robin sales are going up <laughs> so it's good yeah. to take them to an environment really have that heart-to-heart -heart conversation with them hey I, and and, and, that, and let them know that hey um like in my case or Jaden or kylie you know um, i've recognized your behavior has changed. You know, you used to do this, but now you're you're not doing those things. And is there something going on that um, that I can help you with, or that I can pray with you about? Um, that way, it kind of sets the tone. That because um, sometimes kids don't even recognize that their mood or their their whole demeanor has changed. They just know that something has happened, and I don't want to share this with anyone. But when you when you set that set that foundation that hey, you're there's someone that really loves you or cares about you has recognized that hey you're hurting or you're upset or you're sad, then that hopefully that opens some, that, that makes some room for some conversation to take place. And it may not happen right there at that moment. It may, it may happen over, over a period of time, but it's, it's important to, to, to have that conversation as opposed to um, just, just, just going out and seeking some help immediately. But you want to kind of start at home because then that way you can, guys can foster some healthy conversation. Then if it's necessary to go out um, to, to seek additional assistance whether it's a counselor or a mentor mm -hmm. or a pastor then you can do so but getting the kids permission to, hey is it okay that i bring you know lawrence in or adam into in this conversation then they give you the approval then you, that way you just you just you're, you're holding their hand through the process um you're being transparent and you're showing them that you love them and you hey i care about you being healthy so what do i need to do to help you get there you said you said something real quick that I want to piggyback off of. So you said you meant you mentioned counselor. Uh -huh. So if my child's in therapy, do they, would it would they also benefit from a, a a mentor? Is there a difference between you know seeing a therapist and having a mentor? I mean, and, yeah, yeah, I, I I would say so. Uh -huh. um, I, I think uh, a counselor is probably more of a, um, a almost. 
I don't I don't know if dire situation is kind of the the best way to say that, or maybe just more specific conversation. And that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier with the kind of the expertise in a field. Mm-hmm. If you know your child is going through something that is. Um, I mean that that they need to talk to somebody who is who knows about that, who has studied that, who their 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 field is that that line of work. Right. Um, I don't think it's mutually exclusive. I, I think right. I think some people um, benefit from different voices differently. So if yeah. a counselor is speaking into your your child's life and that is the most positive voice and and that is something that they are, um, it, it's it's. It's teaching them positive uh, coping mechanisms with whatever they're facing or whatever they're right. going through. It can be it can be a mentor, but I don't think it's ever it ever hurts the situation to add um, just as as I mentioned earlier, just as many positive influences in your in your children's lives. You yeah, know, and 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 I, I was I would say just kind of piggybacking off the last question too is I mean anytime a, a major environment shift happens. Um, or, I mean, it could even just be aging up to a, a new, you know, yes. to a new uh, uh, stage of life mm-hmm. or changing a new school. Or, I mean, we, we've just recently experienced a move, I mean, a major transition move um, to a, a new community, new schools. All, I mean, just everything in life has changed, and, mm-hmm. and we've seen it even in our children mm-hmm. um, affect them differently. You know, right. our, our daughter is the life of the party, and she's friends with anybody, you know, and our son's a little bit more introspective, and, and it takes a little bit longer for, for him to find that, you know, find right. that community. And so it's been a little bit of a difficult transition. So I think I think if you're just observant and uh, you are actively pursuing y- – relationship with your and conversa- important conversation with your children it's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be easy for you to to uh pick up to, to pick up those hints of of negative uh influ- uh, neg- negative actions that that happen because uh they're going they're maybe going through something right. yeah i'd like, yeah. like to also mention that you know even if parents uh, caregivers uncles aunts even if you feel that hey i know my niece and nephew i know my kids and I haven't seen a shift, even though a divorce has happened, we've lost their grandmother, whatever the case is, um, it's, still to ha- it's still good to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, here's what happened. I know your fa- father and I have recently split, and how is that affecting you? And, and kids are resilient. You guys know. Uh, so kids can go through so much trauma and still bounce back and not show signs of depression or sadness right. or anger. And you would never know. So the parent would look at their kid and think that, okay, everything's fine when nothing's, not, everything is not fine until mm-hmm. something happens that triggers that anger or that sadness or that, or that, that, um, that frustration and it just blows up and then it's too late. You right. know? Um, so I think it's really good to have, to keep the communication open again, recognizing that some, some changes have has 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 occurred and sitting down with them and says I, I this has happened you know what are you thinking about that or how's how's that affected you and and monitor it from that point because then that places again it sets the tone with communication that hey my parent or my caregiver my aunt uncle whoever that may be this adult cares about me loves me so much um, that they took time out to come and ask me because a lot of times we're not going to you're not going to have people that just ask you how's your day and sit there and right. listen for the response. Right, that's good. I, I think a lot of that's it too point. is important uh, in how you sell things. Um, for for some reason, the the idea of counseling takes on sometimes uh, almost like a negative connotation, uh, mm-hmm. and that's not the case at all. I mean, right. we the if if we paint that in a positive light and say and, and help help our, our our children or help 
people who who need to to go through something. I mean, is there's nothing wrong with you, right? Yeah. I mean, we're we're trying we're trying to 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 help you, and and this is a really positive thing. So I I'm always um, trying to have conversations with people of saying there's there's nothing wrong with seeking professional counseling help with with situations yes because so many people are doing they're just not talking about it yeah (laughs) right yeah so is there um a minimum uh age when someone should start getting a mentor like what is there a cap on it or like you know right right out the womb (laughs) come on let's go get some ice cream come on let's go get some ice cream baby yeah yeah let's go (laughs) it's baskin robbins (laughs) I, th- I think so much of it is just how how comfortable those parents are with with a little bit of uh, a kind of freedom and growth and and as they get some more um, individuality and identity is just as the as they're growing. I mean, obviously, it's much more difficult when you're when your your kid is two, three, four to you know right. to to really glean positive things from that. But I think some maybe sometimes in in those in those instances, it's good for um, for parents to have community and be mentored themselves, right? Mm. To, to be able to open themselves up to, yes. to say, hey, this is the first time I've ever raised a kid that's, a, that's this age. Yeah. How, how do you um, help me in this? And then, and then as the kid starts to get older, um, you know, it's, it's easier to, to start, start doing that. I don't think there's an age, though. I don't think there's a perfect age that says this, this person. I think it's, it's different with each, with each kid and each family. Yeah, but yeah. not right out the womb, right? Right, okay. right. No, not right out the womb. <laughs> yeah, not right. Uh, it probably wouldn't hurt, but no, not right out. Sure, the, womb. <laughs> the parent needs mentoring right yeah. out the womb. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, 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 um, I think it's really important. It's like you mentioned earlier. You know, it takes a village, so it yeah. doesn't matter what age. Again, I'm 45, and 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 I have mentors because hey, I need to make sure that I'm being the best husband, the best father, the best Christian, the best man, friend. In every area of my life, I want to be the best I can possibly be. And, and you know, being a body of Christ, you know, God expects us to function uh, in the midst of each other. Um, and, and so that he can bless others through yourself or through, you know, uh, through someone else and then impact you. Because we're, he, he expects us to have fellowship. He expects us to have relationship, right? Uh, so I, I, I think it's good to have those conversations. And sometimes even if you feel that your kid is too young. I mean, it may be an opportunity to, to if you recognize someone else that you trust um, that's a good parent. Maybe it's a say that you're a single parent and your kid is playing on the team with uh, another young man whose mother and father is actively involved in their lives and loves them. It may be an opportunity to maybe um, fellowship with them to where the, the young man in single parent home sees how um, how to conduct themselves. Cause I'm sure the father is actively, positively, positively pouring into her kid. That can just that can overflow into the other kid, right? Yeah. So he can That's take good. some of those tips, some of those things that he's learning from the other household. The father's mentoring this young man in the single parent home and not even knowing it, but the young man's watching everything he does, listening to everything he says, and he's taking that and he's he's absorbing it and he's like a sponge. So you just never know. Mentoring comes in a variety of shades. It mm-hmm. comes in a yeah. variety of uh, um, approaches it's not just one it's not just one age and I, mean, and I would say it it doesn't always have to happen one-on-one outside of the immediate you know uh, supervision of, of a parent you mm-hmm. know if, if you are 
you can actively be involved in in a program like yeah. maybe like like integrity where where there are multiple people mentoring and and you are you're there also if if, if maybe if it's something that you're uncomfortable with the age of your child being in a one-on-one conversation with somebody that that you know i mean but obviously you're gonna you're not gonna ask somebody to mentor your kid right. if you don't have a really trusting relationship yeah. right with them. and you know and you, you yeah Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, no. How do you vet somebody? What's the best way to do that when you're just asking? You're not going to integrity mentors or another yeah. bro- big brothers or big sisters. How do you vet somebody that you've chosen? Intense prayer, first of all. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, just prayer and asking God because if you if you don't pray before you take action, then you're you're doing a lot of unnecessary work and you're going to get exhausted and even more frustrated because you're not finding that person for your kid. So I believe that praying and just asking God to just make it plain and clear, send this and then list it out. If you got to write it down, write it down. This is what I'm looking for in a mentor for my daughter, or for right, my son. That's good. Um, and, and put it in a safe place. And that's what you're praying over constantly. And God will send you that person, whether it's a mailman. Hey, I couldn't fit this package in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you feel the spirit leading the, to have a conversation, then the conversation kind of goes that way. And you just never know. So prayer and then vetting out, of course you have to you know what starting even with prayer, you just really have to observe what your, what type of company you're putting in, in your life. Cause you're, that's your family circle. So you want to, you know, kind of do your homework, you know, face social media helps. Let me go look. Okay. This guy, God, I believe Amen. you sent me him. So let yep. me go look him up. LinkedIn, Absolutely. Facebook, yeah. Facebook right, Instagram, yeah. And, you know, those type of, they find out what kind of environments he's involved in. Um, he likes he, ice cream. Yeah, yes. he's ice cream. Where, where, do you, where do you go? Go talk to some of the, 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 the cashiers. <laughs> yeah. Talk to some of the cashiers or where he goes and say, hey, right. how is this, you know, you seen um, church, you know, whether he mentioned he's a part of a church, you know, go talk with a, you know, he's involved with church. I mean, what, what, what area do you serve in? So you can kind of go find out some information about this. And so there's different ways to, to really do your homework. Because, again, you don't want to put your kid in a situation where, Oh, they're just, they're unraveling everything that you've instilled in this kid because of their inconsistency or because of something else worse that may happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we, we've kind of dealt with that outside of our program, but I've been working with the kid and he's just forever scarred. I'm working with their mom and uh, the, 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 the mentor and, and we were trying to talk with this gentleman about the situation that occurred and, um, you know, he's he's still holding on to it. And I haven't talked to him close to a year now because he wants to he wants to he chooses to kind of bypass that for right now when he's ready to talk about it and get some help. Then we'll we'll address it at that time. So you don't want to put an, an, an inconsistent mentor in, in someone's life like that. You want to mm-hmm. vet them out, do not take the necessary approach, whether it's talking to a pastor, someone like ourselves. And and we can walk. We'll be happy to, to walk you through that process. Yeah. And I, I think anybody who's willing to be a mentor there should be as little ambiguity and as little mystery as possible. I mean, you ask a lot of questions and be, be, uh, be clear about what your intentions are with that, with that, that meeting. You know, if like, if you're, you're the parent, you're going to know your child the best and you're, you're, you're able to take that to this person who's going to mentor your child and say, Hey, this is specifically what they're dealing with. This Mm -hmm. is what they're struggling with. This is what, this is the actions that I'm seeing happening happen on a regular basis Mm -hmm. so that there's not a bunch of, mystery taken into those conversations like you're you're able to say uh you know and and you're able to to lean in and to to see whether or not that child is 
open or being honest or being willing to talk about those types of things because you have a little bit of that information up, up front, right. you know. Yeah. And so I, I think um, just just like ask ask questions if if there ever is you know something that that you say, hey, I, I need to know a little bit more about this or for you to know more about this. Um, just that open dialogue with with those mentors should be um, happening a lot. Yeah. I think so. So should you set up ground rules for the mentor relationship uh, as far as social media, text, texting, transporting, you know, times of day? Like, how, how do you set up those parameters in which mentoring and how and where should it occur? Yeah, I would say absolutely, um, especially in, in today's age. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. just you're here. We're hearing stories every I mean, yeah. just horrible stories every day about people who take advantage of situations like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, as many as many safeguards as you can set up, um, I, you know, try try as much as you can to be, I would say, in a public place where there's not a door closed. There's not a, a place where anything can be misconstrued or misunderstood, where people they're in clear line, you know, kind of vision of, of people um, is, is a good safeguard. Um, I, I try to always uh, have, you know, in a, in a, like a car transportation situation, I try to never be alone with a student, mm-hmm. um, no matter no matter what sex that student is. Like it's just it's just a safeguard that you set up for yourself, and I think you have to be even more diligent about that with with your with your students uh, with your own your own children because you don't ever <coughs> want to put them in a compromising situation right. um, where where something can be. Uh, where they can be taken advantage of, you know, yeah, and so times of day. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. go ahead. I, th- I think times of day is, is huge too. You want it to be the most productive uh, time for them. You know, if if it's um, if it's where where they are going to be the most engaged and the most a- able to. Uh, so have a good meal and make sure that they are in just like you would if they you were sending them to a, a test or sending them to something that they that they need to be prepared for. They hmm. need to so so that they are. In, in their best frame of mind in order right. to, to, to have a conversation that is that is important and that they need to be having. That's so, good. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah, there's a good tool that we use to train our mentors called Ministry Safe. And it's, mm-hmm. it's an online sexual abuse and awareness training. So even parents, if they wanted to have a bunch of tools for parents, just tips that you can go on and where you can, they can teach you how to pick up on key or, or key tips and things that um that will make you suspicious of that mentor um and it gives you a lot of um what you call educational information and videos um so we require our mentors to go through that training as well yeah um hopefully because we not only want to protect the kid we want to protect the mentor as well because we don't want you to put yourself in a compromising situation we 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 really uh recommend that the mentors not go to inside the home if they go to home pick up the kid it's good to stand at the door you know those type of things again not being um in a public uh, a private place uh with your mentee um uh if if you find that uh and if you're during that vetting process you're as you're doing your homework it's really good to um if you if uh, while you're doing your homework if you don't want to wait then create opportunities to where um they can have a one-on-one uh, uh experience but you're present Right. Whether it's at a park, you're sitting off at a bench somewhere, you know, or it's at a mall, you're you're there. But you're 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 establishing that relationship, and that way you can kind of observe how 
he or she is interacting with your child and then you can continue to have conversations with them. Hey, I think you're doing a good job or, hey, um, this doesn't look right to me. Let's have a conversation. Right. Um, And then you can kind of step away or making a decision from there. But it's just, you know, thinking of ways, finding creative ways to where you can engage them uh, while they engage your kid. But you can also do your homework at the same time. Yeah, I, I would say also two important things is don't try to micromanage the situation, but also don't 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 ignore flags. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if there's if there's something that, that that pops up that that is uncomfortable in any in any way, uh, don't ignore that. You yeah. know, if you if you are are bothered by something that you heard or, or that you observed, um, I mean, you're you're the adults in that situation. Like you're mm-hmm. able to handle that and to have those conversations with that mentor or with that person, so that you can you can make sure that you're paying attention to those flags that 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 pop up. Yeah, and single moms, you know, really be careful um, because you have men that target single moms. Hey, she's attractive. She has a kid. Let me play this role mm. of daddy or father figure wow. so mm. I can get in good with the kid mm. to go straight to the mom. Um, I had to deal with that. That's why I got left on the porch many a times because he was trying to target my mom. And there was a situation oh. where the guy was teaching me how to play the drums. I believe I was maybe... 10 8 or 10 and uh-huh. he was taught me how to play the drums maybe once or twice and he was trying to get in through the back door mm-hmm. um to try to have a relationship with my mom and my mom kind of recognized that she's like no i'm not interested interested in you like that and then he backed off completely mm-hmm. he just disappeared so had god not been in my life and you know really had his hands on me emotionally uh, that could have tore me apart wow. sure. uh, as, you know that wow. wasn't just one instance so just parents you know single moms just be careful of the 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 mentor's intent um, even young ladies, you know, mentoring, you know, the single fathers, you know, for single fathers, you know, just be careful what the mentor is intent, intense. Um, so to make sure that they're not, you know, coming to pretend that they want to, you know, really pour into your kid, but they're really after you to seek in a relationship with you and, and mm-hmm. just completely shunning the kid when the, when the, when the time is right. So just be careful of those type of things. Oh, that's, that's, that's good insight. So this kind of, uh, moves into, so, same sex mentoring, different sex mentoring. Um, is there ever a time when it's appropriate to send mentor someone of the opposite sex, or is it just same sex? Uh, you know, what, what's your what's your take on that? I would say anytime it's a, a one-on-one relationship, it needs to be the same sex, um, just so that you um, eliminate any type of uh, distractions. Uh, yeah, distractions or <laughs> or just. Uh, people seeing something and 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 thinking things or yeah. or making things up on the, on their own. Um, I think in in uh, in group settings, so maybe a teacher or um, somebody mm-hmm. who leads uh, an activity that your student is involved in, um, they can have a, a mentoring type relationship with your with your child in a group mm-hmm. um, atmosphere, group environments, and, and that's that's perfectly fine, you know. Um, but right. anytime you're seeking a one-on-one conversation or um, relationship, I, I would always say to for it to be the same sex. No, yeah, fine. I agree. I mean, Adam kind of hit the nail on the head, so right. I don't have a whole lot to add. But that's that's how that's how we're set up, and it's just just minimizes distractions. Um, it helps to kind of alleviate, minimize, hopefully, to alleviate any any issues, um, any poor perception of what may or may not be going on. So right. I, I, right. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I know with noggin coaching, when we're working with families and going in, um, is one is that. The coach, if if a parent is not even there, 
if they say, oh, well, my mom or my dad's not here, but they say, come on in, we just tell them, no, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll reschedule for another time and we'll talk with your parent. Uh, but if it is of the opposite sex, um, that it has to, it, it has to be in a, in a public environment um, as well. So, you know, it, it, it is very important um, to, because you never know who's looking or what the perception may be of what's happening, what's going on. And so it's extremely important to to maintain a level of integrity, no pun intended, yeah. uh, and how and how you mentor that person uh, and reach out to them because you know you never know what people are thinking or looking at and and how they may perceive it. Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm I'm asked to probably you also. I mean, I'm, I'm asked to have conversations with people all the time with students, um, and so if it is a conversation that I need to have with a female. I'll always take somebody with me, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's why I have people who, um, small group leaders, and uh, you know, my my assistant in ministry is is incredible, you know, and, and I can take her with any conversation, and 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 I mean, you're just able to relate to them in a different way than than I'm able to relate, you know, and and so, uh, I think I think you just always have to to protect yourself and protect the the children also, right? Yeah. I know, like when I was in the classroom, uh, if if it was say before school or after school, and it was just a female in the room, um, you know, or any time really, you know, males or females, is I kept my door open, you know, yeah, because oh yeah, you know, there's just so much out there, <laughs> yeah. and what people can say and perceive, and you know, there's all types of stories you hear going around, and so like there's never never a time when my door was closed. Uh, if, if a child's in my room, the door's open, mm-hmm. uh, so anybody can see. So they can't say, "Well, this or that and the other," because sure. it's just a matter of, of um, integrity. Yeah, it sure. just takes it's just like one bad response. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It just takes one, and, yeah. and it's and it's forever ruined mm-hmm. your reputation. Yeah. So. so I'm going to ask you like five questions at once because we're running out of time. No, you're <laughs> fine. Um, what is the best way a parent can support the mentor relationship? How involved should they be? Um, is it okay for them to go on outings? I'm sorry, I'm asking so many things at once, but um, do you recommend transparency as far as things that happen? If there's an event that happens that's maybe traumatic or whatnot, do you recommend them holding that back or sharing that? <laughs> Uh, yes. What's your uh, response to all of that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think exactly which, which one to respond to first. No, I, I think um, transparency is, is huge. Um, w- one of the things that we always try to say is if they're old enough to ask a question about it, they're, they're old enough to have conversations about that. Okay, that's you know, good. so if you see, if you, if there's anything that comes up in conversation or you're watching a television show and, and something, something happens um, that, that they're, that, that, piques their interest or they have question about then i mean obviously gauge that depending on the, their age and and uh you know be sensitive with maybe questions or conversations that you have but um you, there, you it's never too soon i think to have conversations about about really important things yeah. um in in students lives um and i would also say not to take all of the questions at the same time but <laughs> but um I, I think as as involved as you possibly can be um, with with your with your with that with that relationship. Um, now, once again, you're going to have to take that at, with with each each kid differently. You know, mm-hmm. if if you see that that you being 
actively involved um, is having a more negative thing, then you may have to put a little bit of distance there, mm-hmm. and you may have to take those conversations how they come. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's one there's one tip I'd like to recommend is um, it can it can take care of a number of things during especially during your vetting process or research. Your kid is involved in extracurricular activities, sports, or something like that. Um, say a guy named Brian is interested in mentoring your son. Hey, my son is having a game on this day. It's open to the public. Um, when you invite him, he comes. There's a variety of things happens. One key figure, key thing that happens is if there is some ill will out there, <laughs> and God is just God to create a situation that is just perfect. Um, <laughs> And so if there's some ill will out there that involves Brian, somebody will walk up to you and says, that guy is no good, X, Y, Z, so on and so forth. So the more events that, and that way you're going to be there regardless. So there's no question of the mentor saying, mm-hmm. well, why can't I have one-on-one time? What's going on? Um, why are you have to be there all the time? If that ever comes up. But uh, if, if, if there's, if you're having these events or these kids are involved in these extracurricular activities, you're inviting the mentor to be a part of those. You're there. You have to be there. You brought your kid. You're participating. Right. Um, but then it also creates an opportunity for if there's some ill will, if things are going on that you're not aware of. Or you may have some positive feedback. Hey, how do you know this gentleman? He is great. You know, he mm-hmm. mentors my That's kid. That's So then great. that way, you know, it, it takes less effort off of your shoulder. Not saying not, I'm not saying to relax and don't do your homework but it just could add to it um during your vetting process yeah yeah and i I mean i would i would say too i mean if you're leading a ministry you're leading an organization where you're pairing somebody a a child with a mentor um not everybody's ready to be a mentor you know Mm -hmm. and so we you have to have to make sure that you're not just pairing somebody because they come and they say hey i'm interested in in mentoring kids like you have to really vet them really know them and uh, be really diligent about Making sure that when people do come to you, you're you're able to say, yeah, we're going to put you put your child with somebody who's safe and who is going to be a really positive influence in their in their lives. Yeah, and so right. I think that's just one, one more safeguard yeah. there. Um, one last quick question um, is: so we've been talking about getting mentoring for our children. What about being a mentor? Yeah. Um, hmm. Do I need to be perfect, um, flawless? Uh, you know. Be walking around sinless. Uh, so I mean, so how would you encourage adults to actually mentor somebody else? Um, what What are your thoughts on that? I, I think it's really critical. Uh, you have somebody because we have folks come to us. We we work with an um, uh, an organization in, in uh, named Vizient out there in Los Colinas who has some volunteers that I want to mentor a kid, but I have no clue what that looks like or how to even engage. And we created a, a safe environment at the alternative school at, up there in SRC and um, to where these, these, these parents or these, these adults can mm-hmm. come in. And we're creating the event. We're creating the relationships. And we're there to kind of monitor it. And we're giving them the tools beforehand. Here's things you can expect. So my, my recommendation would be to find events that are already going on that involve youth. Um, to where you can just kind of get plugged in. You can kind of, yeah. if you haven't done it in a while, you've never done it before. Whatever the case is, go to these events, start you know interacting, engaging, following the following the process that's set behind the organization as far as whether it's a background check, training. That way, you're getting more familiar um, with the tools that are out there, the resources that are about out there. You're getting 
uh, you're being educated as far as um, you know socially like you know how do I handle how do I interact um, you you have uh, you may have um, you know you have you know um, individuals that want to mentor a kid outside their race so create yeah. going to those type of events you know if you have a um, a, a white a white uh, caucasian male or female that wants to mentor an african-american kid okay go to the events where these kids are at interact with them engage them and vice versa the same thing i would suggest you doing the same thing because it helps you to become uh, so you're not socially awkward in that mm. environment you know right. and, and you've you've kind of brushed shoulders so you make sure that you're, you you know what you you know what not to say you know how to say it you know yeah um you may have kids coming there uh in the event that looks one side of their hair is cornrow, the other side is not. Their clothes, you know, because they just can't afford or yeah. clothes is just hanging mm -hmm. off of them. Yeah. And you're not looking at them with this look, you know, but you've kind of been in that environment long enough. You interacted with kids in that in that environment long enough to where, okay, I, I know how I should conduct myself. And when you're ready and you want to find an organization that you want to get involved with and mentor and maybe be on a board of some sort, then you, you've, you've, you've gained that experience by doing so, by doing your homework. Yeah, and I, I would I would say a couple of things in in kind of looking at yourself and um, is first of all don't don't discredit yourself. Mm -hmm. um, we we yeah. have a, a few sayings that that we that we use a lot of like you know taking your mess and using it as your message. You know mm -hmm. things that you have been through, things that you have you have experienced in life are going to help you in situations where somebody else is going through that exact same thing. Right. And and also I, I would say. As long as you, I mean, if you're if you're wanting to be um, in a mentor relationship with somebody, one of the things that's most important is that you are constantly improving yourself, mm -hmm. making sure that you mm -hmm. are you are actively uh, pursuing a relationship with somebody who's mentoring you, um, and you're maybe you're reading books, maybe you, I mean, whatever yeah. whatever you can in order to to uh, to to help you be better in those situations um, is is just paramount I, th I think so awesome okay yeah. this soft script i know my wife really is, yes no, really what what's it, it's a it's a one it's a, it's a Hugh, one 10 it, seconds yes and that's all i need it, 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 it's a one word answer what ice cream pairs well <laughs> what flavor pairs well just one answer what ice cream pairs well with mentoring lawrence one word sherbert sherbert all right Okay, I'm going to cheat. I have two, coffee and mint chocolate chip. Coffee Ooh, and mint chocolate chip. You and I should get ice cream after. Yeah, come on. I'm all about the coffee. <laughs> you said mixture or just one ice cream flavor? He Did cheated. I, it, I cheated. Yeah, I, cheated. Okay. I did too. Yeah, Sorry, that's, that's, that's why we're three seconds over yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> three so. minutes over. Okay, so unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you, Adam, and thank you, Lawrence, thank you for joining us. This was a really thank great so conversation. Um, as always, we want to let you know what's going on with Noggin. So what's going on with Noggin Educational Coaching, David? Finals are coming up. SATs are coming up. Star tests are coming up. Are you worried? Is your child ready? How do you know they're ready? <laughs> Have you been monitoring them? If you don't know, talk to me. You can reach me at info at noggineducation.com. We can talk through the different ways to help your child get ready for these exams. Um, the hidden factors that may be affecting your child's ability to do well. Uh, reach out to us and we can talk you through the process and what's the best plan of attack based upon how much time you have between now and when they take their exam. Talk to me.
Okay, thank you. <laughs> so uh, also with Noggin Educational Foundation, we are gearing up for our summer program. Our summer program is called SPARK. That stands for Summers Producing Academically Ready Kids. And if you are in the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area, we would love for you to come and help us cut and paste and organize our activities for the summer because we have a whole lot of things that we have going. And um, all of our activities are really hands-on fun games and we need some help. So if you are available, feel free to contact me at uh, info at schooldazed.com. And next week, we welcome Tamara Albury. She is the principal of Young Women's Leadership Academy, and we're going to discuss state testing. All right. Well, thank you guys so much again for being with us. And as always, uh, you can head to our website, schooldayshow.com. And remember, uh, you, you don't ever have to miss a show. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Music, and Stitcher. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noggin, that's N-O-G-G-I-N, Foundation. And we always want to end the show, the show by saying that we, David and I, are parenting by grace. Mm-hmm. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you want to know more about that, feel free to email us at info at schooldazedshow.com. Have a great week. School Dazed is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Days is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N, foundation.org.